Howdy, howdy, and welcome to my bloody Judy with your final forgets, myself, Zachary Patton Garcia. And Ian Carlos Crawford. And today, our opening chills are the hosts of Fear Queers. Hello, hello, I'm Chase. I am Beza. Yeah. Hi. Fellow horror hello. podcast, hello. right? Tell us a little bit about Fear Queers. What was your concept? Oh, is, How'd you guys decide? How to do, do we? It? How do we start? Okay. Well, I guess we can start sitting in like a crappy kiddie pool in my backyard <laughs> on a hot summer day. <laughs> Beza and I were just talking and we were kicking about I don't know what we were talking some probably horror movie and then we just kind of looked at each other. We we're like, should we just like do this on microphones now? <laughs> we, that's kind of the the humble beginnings of Fear Queers. But yeah, we're basically just a horror podcast that talks about you know. All, I don't know, just shares all of our unqualified, um, but very gay opinions on horror. There you go. There you go. Love I was that. perfect. <laughs> we I just, was truly perfect. Yeah, it was similar, similar thing with us, but we weren't sitting in a kiddie pool in Ian's backyard. We were over Zoom during the 2020, yeah. you know. Oh, totally. It's just how, how all podcasts are born lately, yeah. you know. For sure. Um, but yeah, today we're going to be covering childhood ter terror, childhood terror, childhood horror, like childhood. Just, I, I keep wanting to say childhood I know, trauma. Like I know, me chase. too. And I'm like, <laughs> I think I don't we know should call it can that. We? That can be the episode title. Is what your childhood? No, no, I don't see why not. I mean, it it, but it did all lead us here, so it's like not necessarily negative trauma. And yeah. I will also say that with my my pick today, there is a very specific trauma that it did cause for oh. a couple years. So we're gonna get deep into it, That's guys. Perfect. Okay, we're going oh, down yeah. the Barbara Walters Avenue. Um, <laughs> I just want to know what first got y'all roped into horror. Like, what age? Would you remember what it was? What specific moment? What specific project? Just like, how did you get sucked into the world of horror? I'll just say, you know, I think I think watching all like the sort of like kid kids, scary, scary kid stuff was mm -hmm. definitely like laid the groundwork. But then it wasn't until high school when I was like sitting around with all my friends and we watched The Strangers. And at the time, that was like the movie and yeah. it was really horrifying. And I mean, I literally... Anytime anyone knocks on a door, I I, I want to run away. So <laughs> that for me was definitely like I did. But I remember like af after I watched it, I was like, I did that. I watched that scary movie. I'm a little badass. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I like this feeling. And I was like, it was such a fun way to bond with my friends. And I think that was sort of like the the adult activation of my love for horror outside of that childhood foundation of fun, campy, Scooby-Doo things. I love that. Yeah, I would say kind of the same trajectory of like it did began began it began as a child and watching shows like Goosebumps or You're Afraid of the Dark, um, Scooby Doo, those kinds of shows that then kind of led into you know that gateway horror leading into the more um, socially acceptable versions of horror that we mm. like you know Scream and these movies that we love today. Um, but I think I my like moment where I was like oh horror is like a genre that I connect with deeply was seeing Jennifer's body in 2009 um and just like that was just like my, my horror awakening but also my gay awakening and I owe oh, everything I to to Megan Fox so that, that's <laughs> so perfect that's my I'm wearing my shirt today <laughs> <laughs> and it's just a fun one too to kind of like get in there with should we do ours Ian I, mean, we've done I would love before. to hear y'all if you haven't. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, yeah. Ian. Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, I, as a kid, I was scared of everything. Um, and like, even now as an adult, my mom will be like, you know, it's weird that you like horror movies because you were scared of everything. And I'm like, I know, I don't know what happened. Um, but really, I think I credit Scream, but also I think Buffy had a little bit to do with it. Just Buffy's so like horror infused, but like way horror like, right? Like it's not, it's, my mom loved Buffy and she hates horror, but like, I think like both of those things like made me realize, oh, horror isn't just like scary scary and people getting murdered it can be like nuanced and have like cool characters um but it definitely was scream i remember we rented it and watched it in my neighbors that lived across the street in like the older sister's bedroom just she was like the older one so she rented it um and i think their mom like had no idea what we were watching and we just like rented it and watched it and i remember being like scared but like I mean, the way we all probably feel about horror now where it's like, ooh, I'm a little scared, but like, I fucking love this. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the first time I felt both those things and not just the, ooh, I'm scared. Um, and yeah, and then like, I became clearly obsessed with Buffy. And I think both those things made me more like, you know, I I feel like even when I'm reading, I've become such a weird reader now. Like if there's not like some kind of murder happening or like something supernatural with like a demon, then like I get fucking bored. Um, <laughs> The thrill's like, not there. Yeah, it's just like not there. <laughs> and I like, I'm not seeing like a badass woman fight for her life. And I'm like, uh, um, yeah, yeah, so I'm Zachary. I think the badass women is what really roped me in, right? I think from the earliest that I can remember, I think the horror classics were already in my memory. So I don't remember the first times I've watched them, you know? Mm-hmm. They were just all collectively there. But I remember it was always the final girl that like really, I would like, I would play that. I would act it out. You know, my dad would have to come into the bedroom and tell me, stop, stop screaming, you know, cause I'm in the bedroom, like screaming, like, I don't know, Laurie Strode falling off, you know, the stairs, you know? Yeah. Um, but that, that really solidified it. So uh, as long as I can remember, I've already, I was already into horror. And then when I was able to be more conscious of like certain things that I liked, that I liked a chase scene or I liked more when they were, in the suburbs or, you know, there was, Mm. there was a staircase involved, you know? And then I started putting those pieces together for myself and the strangers was actually a big one with me too, because I remember all of us going to the theater to see whatever was out at that time. It was like Beverly Hills Chihuahua or something like that. We all got tickets (laughs) for it. It was whatever kids was out. And (laughs) we went into the strangers instead and came down and it was terrifying right yeah. and we would call each other every night because we lived in a location like that where the houses were kind of spread apart and oh, no. yeah and we had like a little bit of nightmare wilderness. yeah um and i always found a yeah lot of i fun would not recommend <laughs> i would not recommend rewatching the strangers because it does not hold up at all um do you, do you not so think don't watch it again <laughs> and, and it doesn't hold up in a bad way or is it like what, no, what would you say it doesn't i would say it doesn't hold up only because it's not as scary as we once thought it mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. generally just like yeah. it it and i'm still a big i'm always scared of everything to this day just because i love horror does not mean i'm a scared cat i am definitely a scaredy cat mm-hmm. and i found myself like after watching it not fearing for my life when i was going to sleep like closing <laughs> the like i didn't do any of the normal things that i do um yeah so i was, still i do still think that like they are creepy like i, I do think so still too. Of, oh yeah for sure i think i think they are them as entities are creepy but the story itself 
like the pacing of it didn't scare it scare me as much as i thought it did if that makes it like too slow too slow for you it's slow it's a little too slow for me i don't know i don't know like i like a true crime and i that feels Mm. very true crime to me you know so that always that always does get the hairs on my on my arm standing up i'm glad that the next one that they did they weren't trying to recreate that feel that they kind of went for the more you know flamboyant approach to it um but i I think it fits really well as its own thing I had never seen the sequel until Zach and I covered it over the summer. And I was definitely surprised at how good mm-hmm. of a sequel it was. Like that lawn chase scene with the brother in the pool is so yeah. well shot. Yeah. It's like yeah. better than it needed to be. <laughs> Wait, I've never seen a squeakwall. So I Have think you I not? need to watch that tonight. Uh, I think you it's, should. I'm a little disappointed. I think it is more like less scary, more just like uh thrilling where you're like, yeah, definitely. Chase and I think, yeah. I think and that's has... what I was missing during my rewatch of the original. I think yeah. I was missing that where I like definitely got that in the squeak wall. When's the last time you showed the original to somebody? Because I still love showing it oh, to people who have yes. never seen it because they will get scared. Oh, yeah. With my partner, I don't think she's ever seen it. And we watched it. I don't remember. It must have been a few months ago, mm. but she's never seen it. And she is not a horror fan. Yeah. Um, but she kind of felt similarly as I did and I was surprised I thought she was going to be much scarier than uh I expected but I she, I think Zach yeah. and I just tend to like a slow burn horror yeah yeah it's elevated that makes sense yeah that's <laughs> elevated horror if you haven't heard of it <laughs> I love it but what we're here today is to cover we we me and Ian have assigned everybody has given everybody an assignment everybody has to come with one piece of childhood horror that just like (laughs) imprinted on you right it doesn't have to be your favorite it doesn't have to be the scariest but something that that imprinted on you and that you do bring up like you'll bring up in conversation if you're talking about being scared as a kid so we're gonna spin this wheel and beza what did you what'd you bring for us (laughs) well this is interesting because i don't I think I didn't tell Chase Mm -mm. what I was saying because I or what I was talking about because I wanted to surprise you. Um, But my oh, I have I have a prop. Um, We love it. Mine is the Scooby-Doo project (laughs) from 1999. Did they release that? I've never seen that. This this is not. I was I was going to be shook that you had like a no. I fucking wish. No, they never released any kind of physical media at all. This is from someone on Instagram. Um, but mine is the Scooby-Doo project of 1999. <laughs> um, and I will say that this is actually one of along with like goosebumps and these. I mean, obviously, I was a huge Scooby-Doo kid. Um, and this was one of the first pieces of media that I saw, I was four in 1999, by the way. Um, so this was one of the first pieces of media that kind of messed with my psyche in a way that I was, <laughs> if no one's seen it, it is one of the most like unhinged commercials, specials that has ever existed. Um, and it, it genuinely was a mix of the Blair Witch Project and Scooby-Doo. Like it was like the two things were just smushed together. And it was one of the scariest things I've ever seen because I did it. I thought it was real. And I think a lot of kids at the time did. (laughs) Um, But the general plot is that the Scooby gang is on their way to, you know, do what they do, solve mysteries. Um, And they end up in the woods 
<laughs> and leave the mystery machine behind and go camping in a tent. And obviously things go wrong, clearly. Um, <laughs> and there's just a lot of drama, y'all. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's just filled with drama. At one point, Daphne calls Velma like unfeminine. It like oh, goes. I love off. that. It's so funny it is because like, she just gets. I love the deadpan silence just I know. before just they cut away. <laughs> it's, it is like it. The and it it scared me too because I had never seen the Scooby Gang again as a four year old who was obsessed with Scooby Doo. Watched it every single day. I had never seen them fight before, and this special Aww. shows them fighting like yeah. really Aww. like intense brutal fighting <laughs> and this made me cry it fully Aww. just made me cry that's um, real cute <laughs> it, I, I, it didn't feel cute in the moment it was just it was um trauma it was a it was trauma <laughs> the trauma as jamie lee would say trauma um and you know there it it really mirrored and then obviously i saw blair witch probably 10 years later um, when I was when it was socially acceptable for me to watch that movie. And it, it they pulled full scenes from yeah. the Blair Witch Project. Mm. I mean, it ends the same way that the Blair yeah. Witch Project ends, which is like ridiculous. Yeah. I can't believe that this was like put on Cartoon Network. But because yeah. um, you hear so many stories of like specials, like Nickelodeon specials that made it onto the screen one time and immediately was taken off because parents were so pissed that they had shown this like crazy shit to kids, but cartoon network didn't give a shit. They like, did they, like, I will say for the time they did think kids could handle a little bit more than like for now, sure. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, well also I do think they only played it clips of it like later, not like late, late, but I think they only like, they would only play it starting at like eight yeah. or nine. I thought um, it was yeah. adult swim. Like I totally thought it was adult swim and it I wasn't know. quite adult swim. It was like, I right think it was like that. the predecessor. Yeah. Like, well, I think it was also that cartoon network vibe was very adult swim for kids because mm. I knew, I mean, a lot of my friends when I was younger, weren't allowed to watch cartoon network. Thankfully yeah. my mom didn't care and let me, you know, burn my brains out with, <laughs> Powerpuff Girls and all that shit. But um, Cartoon Network, I think, and along with Nickelodeon, were some of the, you know, networks that really formed my, like, childhood horror yeah. obsession. I think those mm -hmm. two, and Disney, just for, like, decoms and stuff like that, obviously, but they had some quality TV. The people um, working on those at the time, late 90s, early 2000s, were... were they had they had some really good ideas, right? Mm -hmm. And like they yeah. they did treat kids like you know these are horrors in the world. You gotta you know we're in introducing them to real the real world anyway. So um, for sure, yeah, 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 for sure. And I think this, I mean, Scooby Doo Project was like a marketing project. It wasn't yeah. just to go on TV as a special. It was for marketing this like huge marathon that was happening for Scooby Doo on Halloween. Um, and I mean, I think it was like three people who put the whole thing together, which is just ridiculous. I mean, that's I don't know. I feel like that's not really as common. Yeah. Um, and especially just marketing on TV, marketing in general just doesn't kind of put, you know, as much effort into the marketing of a like new entity or any kind of even a franchise um yeah. the way that i feel like this did and the 90s really did mm -hmm. it is and it was really scary you know i i so i rewatched it last night just because i needed to be a little bit prepared um and i hadn't seen this since then and 
they open with a full like Blair Witch, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like these kids have been <laughs> yes. like, slaughtered somewhere in the woods, and we have no idea where Scooby Doo is. I'm like, yes. Scooby, where is Scooby? Yeah, and they have like live action Scooby snacks. I'm yeah. like, that's it's very what Scooby uncanny snacks valley. <laughs> the whole thing is They're so gummies uncanny to me. valley. Okay. And I think that just yes. adds to that like unnerving. I mean, and the, also it's just so quiet, and like, mm-hmm. it's like watching Scooby Doo be so quiet and so uncanny valley is like watching such a weird like inversion of everything you know and trust as a kid, which is like well, the classic Scooby Doo. Yes. Well, and I I do feel like I have never experienced the acid trip, but I feel like this is what it would be. <laughs> this is like it. I feel. Genuinely, I think like seeing just the yeah uncanny valley of like they filmed like this cast and crew of like four three or four people filmed all of these locations and then just drew the Scooby yeah. gang into them like you can see that? like a knuckle every now and then like appear with yeah. I don't know whenever they're like yeah. staking down the tent yeah <laughs> well and and the inclusion of just like interviews with real people like real life people um, was. It, and just like just the Scooby gang were the, you know, drawn characters. And we all just like as a society accepted that these kids are illustrated mm-hmm. and just like not <laughs> <Yeah>. real. <laughs> I remember like wishing they would do other like like more Scooby-Doo horror, like put them in other horror movies. It's a ghost adventures thing. They could have done yes. a whole ghost adventure series done a whole thing. in that same style. Would have been so nice. Like They did. I don't think I've ever watched it, but they did make, because this was so successful, they made a like kind of a sequel for, of, it was called like Night of the Living Dew, I think. Hmm. I have never seen it. Um, I'm looking this up. Yeah, clearly they're... <laughs> It clearly wasn't uh, um, as much of a bop as the Blair Witch, the <laughs> Scooby Doo Project one, um, but it does exist. I haven't seen it yet, um, okay. but honestly, at this point, I'd rather rewatch Scooby Doo Project. Fair, fair. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I waited live if they got Zach Bagans on board and they just I went wish. and shot. I, I have oh, like an, I, have that... a, I have a weird like allowance for Zach Bagans. He can I do, do no, whatever. And I oh. talk about this. <laughs> It's not it's not allowance. It's, it's love. It's pure love. <laughs> it's love or it's lust. It's something. I don't know what it's it is, it. but like watching him as a kid, like and I it's just like watching him back. I, we all he know. took his shirt off in the first we season. They hooked yeah, me. Like, okay. You got, and I was, yeah. I was what else? not gonna be living. I think somebody yeah. would call him my brother would call him douchebagans. And so that's all we heard around the house. <laughs> that's but good. I just I loved him so much. My so brother he would be like, Go ahead. No, what'd you say? I was just well, my brother would like impersonate him and scare the crap out of me as a kid because he'd be like, if there's any ghosts in here and he would like lock me in my room, I'd be like, stop doing this. I'm like, you don't know what you're doing. You He's have just... to pull up your picture of you as Zach Bagans a couple Halloweens ago. Did you do that? Oh, that yeah, did please it. pull it up. Bring it or send it over for our, our promos and we're oh, going to use it. Yeah. Okay. Yes, thank you. Ghost Adventures yeah, was yes. another part of like my childhood trauma. Um, oh, for every, sure. Every year they would do like the, the long, long blocks of it you know and those mm-hmm. always terrified me yep the, the bobby mackie episode specifically yes. as a kid when they're like, like do, you, do you remember one and i don't remember i've not been able to find this episode but they're in an asylum which they're always in a damn asylum but <laughs> they're out yeah um, <laughs> there's one where they hear on the little voice recorder like don't look up i'll kill you or something like that like he's yes. sitting in a corner and that scares yes. the living shit out of me and i carried that around for weeks hearing it in my head and too scared to look up yep well i haven't really watched a lot of ghost adventures just because in like deep quarantine that's what chase and i would do like just watch (laughs) 
ghost adventures <laughs> binge and you know and yeah it was just definitely a special part of quarantine um, yeah, did you ever but, watch those ghost adventure shows or ghost hunters or like there's a i have no idea what you're talking them, about right? it's it's like really? grave encounters right like that's what grave encounters is i yeah. haven't seen it yet i'm waiting on needing to watch that one but like basically the same thing right yeah i think so. yeah yeah i uh, think I you know. would love it um i had trouble with i so i've told zach this i Hand, I, I actually do like handheld camera, like hard stuff, but it sometimes makes me motion sick. That's fair. Oh, for sure. Fair. Absolutely fair. sure. Yeah. Like the movie Wreck. I don't know if any of you saw that. Wait, no. Wait, Zach, we realized I'm using the wrong title, right? That's the original. The remake is something else. Isn't it Quarantine? Yes, yeah. Quarantine. So like, I do think that movie is like a pretty good found footage, whatever. But there's a scene mm-hmm. when they're in a staircase and the guy is just turning back and forth mm-hmm. on yeah, the staircase. No. <laughs> and I got so nauseous, I had to walk out. And my roommate that I was with, I like walked up and down the hallway in the theater and saw I had a missed call, called my friend back who had called me and was just like, oh, I'm just getting motion sick in the theater, so I'm calling you. And when I went back, he was like, you were really that scared you had to leave? I was like, no, I thought I was going to throw up. <laughs> I wouldn't believe that... you either. I'd be like, motion sickness, I guess. Yeah, okay. right, okay, <laughs> sure. No, I totally, sometimes... Not so much like motion sick, but sometimes with like night vision shots, mm. I get that same way. I don't know why, but it right, I, it's so weird, I, right? Like it's just like yeah. you get very like ugh, like yeah. Uh, well, the Blair Witch Project was freaking like no stability. That whole thing is all over the place. It is <laughs> yeah. really hard to watch. So I'm glad with the Scooby Doo Project that they, it's like very tight and nice, it, right? Yes. Like and, we're not getting they, into that. <laughs> And I think they really had to do that because of the illustration. I don't think it like would have worked. Daphne's just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she just like has her ribs tights and she's just like freaking out. Yeah, I think that it, that's why it complements it so perfectly. Like I couldn't think of yeah. a better movie to pair the Scooby Doo franchise with. It really worked, mm-hmm. and it's it is really unhinged. I think I was reading a couple of reviews for it, and some people said, you know, just watch this one instead of the. The original Blair Witch, and it works. Just Honestly, the same. yeah. So. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say no. That was me and Bezos' review that you read. There you yes. Go. There you go. But we'll uh, we'll spin the wheel again. And Ian, what do you got for us? Uh Freddy Krueger. He was yes. he was my number one. Like everything that I feel like I was scared of related back to Freddy Krueger. Like I feel yep. like I I told Zach this story beforehand, but um. There was a cousin visiting from Puerto Rico named Freddy, and I was scared to meet him be- as a kid because I was scared he would be Freddy Krueger. No. <laughs> Your cousin, Freddy. Yeah. I was cousin just like, Freddy. I know who Freddy is. Like, and I remember my mom being like, he spells it I-E, not Y. And me being like, no, it's Freddy Krueger. I know it. <laughs> and like little me was just like terrified. This man was going to show up at my grandma's house and be fucking Freddy Krueger. Um, and he was just like this like older Puerto Rican dude, you know, like I would have like, slipped like, it to him though to like wear a Christmas sweater. Just my son's a little scared of you. Just come on in a Christmas sweater. I'll pull um, out the video camera. <laughs> and like I I remember always thinking of like, you know, in almost almost every one of them, not all of them, there's like that scene where his hands coming out of a bed or something. And like I would push down on my bed sometimes if I was getting real scared. I've always been a nervous wreck, clearly. Um, and I would get like real anxious Same. about it and then like have to touch my bed to make sure I didn't feel his like that's brave though because if it's already in my head i was not gonna check for it you know (laughs) i was gonna like (laughs) fetal position as still as you can right yeah 
Yeah. That's why that's why I'm the anxious final girls. <laughs> there you go. You're making it. You're making it. You're gonna check for stuff. Um <sighs> and like those movies just really they I think I feel like Freddy might have been like the first like horror movie monster I was like aware of as a child. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, right. Cause they were yeah, because the first one was only what, like 1980? It wasn't like it was, it was after early, Halloween, right? right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, for sure. But so like all the sequels happened in the 80s right mm-hmm. yeah so like he was like very popular you know current when i was like a child in the late 80s early 90s and yeah. like you know he would do like talk show appearances and they had like a, a nightmare on elm street tv show yeah so like i would be able to turn my tv on and then suddenly see freddie he was like fucking everywhere and i was always <laughs> scared did you not did you not like find some comfort in that series though or was, was it like actually repelling for you you no, didn't it was, watch the show. You didn't, you weren't afraid of it. So the crazy thing is I would still watch this shit, even though I was terrified of it as a kid. Right. So like, I can remember, and this is so stupid. And like, I, I remember nothing from that show aside from like, because Freddy Krueger wasn't a character in that show. It was like horror anthologies, mm-hmm. but he would do little bits between the like anthology bits. And I remember one of the bits and they were always like supposed to be campy. They weren't supposed to be whatever, but I was a yeah. kid. And I remember one of the bits being like, him hanging outside like they were redoing that twilight zone thing and it was someone being like i think there's someone on the wing and then you cut to outside and it's like <laughs> no. freddy krueger sitting on the wing no like his claw no. in the wing and he's like laughing and there's all this like purple fog around him and it was like very campy but that scared the shit out of me as a kid yeah. <laughs> i was always afraid freddy krueger would like be on the wing of an airplane if i was on the airplane <laughs> that's a valid fear i mean he's any he's everywhere and at, at, anywhere all at once so, so was know, that that's... <laughs> was that like what was so scary about freddy for you was that just he was like constantly everywhere or like what was it about freddy that like really sent you over the edge it was that he could be anywhere and yeah. like, anywhere you know he yeah. could be in in my bed somehow in the mattress with mm-hmm. his hand coming out or he could be waiting in my closet to murder me or like drip out of the ceiling or come yeah. out of a wall like <laughs> yeah it was like yeah. those like visuals really terrified me and it was a fact that like you know like my, like michael myers scared me too and so did jason but like those are more monsters you're running away from yeah. right yeah like, that's a good point they're it like makes it makes a whole lot of sense what you're saying because i mean you you do bring up jason and michael and all that and they have their places right they're like freddy really is yeah. everywhere yeah you know and yeah. that was kind well, of the point of freddy anyway is that you fall asleep and you can't escape you're just fucked yeah. and yeah. and he you know I would say like maybe the closest other um, example I can think of is Ghostface, but his personality is very like forthcoming and very like in your face in a way that, you know, you don't really have a chance to like even understand because there's no silence, you know? And Ghostface, at least we like know is always a human, right? Is always a human and always like kind of like fumbles a little bit. Like it's always going to stumble, fumble. into my bed. Right, right. (laughs) Yes. And even with all Freddy's dialogue, you know, it gets a little hokey sometimes, but he's pretty aggressive, you know, like the calling everybody a bitch and stuff like that. Like it's, (laughs) it's assaulting a little bit. Well, and the phone. I mean, that was literally just assault. Like that's the definition of assault. Like (laughs) that's ridiculous. I'd rather be murdered, like at that <laughs> truly. You're like, no, 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 just kill me. That's no, better. please, yeah. <laughs> We've moved away from landlines. We're okay now. It'll be fine. Yeah. Um, I never. I don't think I was ever scared of Freddy Krueger, though. I, I think I got uncomfortable when he would speak, but I think other than that, I was never that scared. What about y'all? I met him at Comic Con when I was probably like seven or eight years old. <laughs> so I was kind of living from the beginning because he was presented at like at this like convention as like with my mom and dad. And they're like, oh, take, go take a picture with him. And I was kind of like, 
work. I was like, I get, I get the energy, <laughs> I get the vibes. Like, I love the nails. I love it. <laughs> yeah, pretty. Yeah, pretty camp. I mean, yeah. I, I, out of every, you know, spooky villain that exists, I do think he pulls the fits. Like, he pulls the best outfits <laughs> and like mm-hmm. looks the best all the time. Besides maybe Ghostface, but. Yeah, I was always horrified of him mostly because I I don't know what it's called, but you know when you like are scared of like circles, like yeah. a lot of circles around each other. I what is that what called? That, is that agoraphobia? A phobia? Or is that something? Else? No, no that's, that's that one. Well, yes, I have that too. But it's anaphobia. <laughs> it's it's definitely <laughs> anaphobia. We just watched. Um, so we're doing like a slow rewatch of nightmare movies, right? And we just watched Nightmare Three, and because um, she's she's. A heroin addict, right? And so there's that scene where she's got all the holes on her, mm-hmm. on her, uh, the sores on See, her, on her arm, and yeah. that like, ugh. that is hard. And like, and Freddie has that aspect to him too. So that yeah. that is always what scared me as a child. Um, and it, it just felt very like, yeah, just not right. Like mm-hmm. something I should not be seeing. Which is, I mean, successful in horror, but he's yeah, got a word. He's it. got okay. Hold on, facts. All right. Oh god, I'm gonna mess this up. <laughs> Trip oh tripophobia? Tripophobia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. That one. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I'm, glad I'm glad we're all stumbling on that. Well, I, I think yes. everybody, a lot of people came out with that once the uh, those new iPhones were released. I everybody had it. And a that's fair. Right. I remember yes. it also was like totally a thing during American Horror Stories branding of oh, the, yeah, of the, the cult. It was cult, wasn't it? Had, yeah, all the honeycomb, and everyone was like, "Nope, not it's a lot." It. There is something very disturbing about that imagery. Not just, I mean, if I wasn't already scared of it, I would think it's disturbing anyway. And mm. I think I don't you know, might Freddy be a little biased. That first, <laughs> maybe I'm a little biased, but Freddie did it first. Especially, when we watched three, yeah. Ian, did any of it unsettle you? Um, I'm trying to think if any of it did. Um, I, I still find the, like, uh, Taryn being murdered. Like I, I knew that it happened, but Mm. I still find that to be like, it's a bummer death, but also a bummer Mm. because it's like, oh, then she just died. Like, it's not like it's a character anyone particularly cares about. So it's like her and like, even like the the wheelchair bound kid who like turns into a wizard and then gets killed. It's like we're kind of just like, well, they're gone. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, but their death seemed like particularly cruel. Um, mm. And I I do hate a cruel death in horror. Um, yeah. And even Zach, you were like, wait, she's dead now. Like, because yeah. they could have had like you know, it's a horror movie. You can easily decide this stab will not kill someone or this stab will kill exactly. Someone. Right. How do you? I'm curious how y'all feel about two, and have you have you talked about it yet? We yeah. have not. No, because I think we're gonna. Are you do going a full to watch on it? Because I remember it right, and I remember it in my psyche. But I need to go back with like an adult analytical eye to like look yeah. at it because right Same. now it's just. In my mind, Meryl Streep's in it, and I know that's not her, the main <laughs> girl, but like it's her face in my head. So there's a lot of corrections that need to be made from child brain to adult brain. That that yeah. one I ha- that one was probably aside from the first, the one I have had revisited the most in my like revisited the mm-hmm. most recently. Um, mm-hmm. Because when I worked at Geeks Out, we did FlameCon, and I had to uh, like 
I like helped Mark Patton get around. I'm I walked down the steps in the back of his documentary. <laughs> and I had like three that. friends be it's like a great uh, documentary. That's you everything. You walked down the staircase in this documentary. I'm like, oh cool. I think I recorded, I think I screen recorded it and sent it to you, didn't I, Zach? I think so. I've seen it. Because it's yeah. like he's walking by and I'm just behind him. It's not I don't do anything. He's just like strolling down the stairs. Very no. prominently behind I him. love that. Yeah. He oh I'm he seems like such a sweet person. Yeah. And like, you know, that I, I think about it is weirdly very gay. Like, I don't understand how, like, it, like, it just is. And I don't yeah. understand, like, yeah. and like, Zach knows this about me. I'm very, like, I don't like to give things credit. I hate when the internet gives things credit for being queer that aren't. Mm -hmm. But, like, this is very, like, this is very gay. queer. Yeah. And, it's like, just gay, yeah. I, I buy that it's incidental because, sure, the director, like, hated Mark Patton because he made the movie gay. But, like, mm -hmm. it's not just him. It's, like... Mm -hmm. The people getting like the the coach getting stripped down naked in yeah. front of him. Yeah. Like. Mm -hmm. yeah, and I think they do such a good job of talking about that in the documentary. That's why yeah. I really appreciate. Yeah. I mean, I to be honest, I think I like the documentary more than I like the movie itself. But um, I I just love. I mean, I I've watched that like a bunch of times, and it makes me cry every time because yeah. of how horribly he was treated. Mm -hmm. Um and. Yeah, but also how he, you know, still made the most out of nothing. Yeah. 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 And like he knew what was happening and everybody knew what yeah. was happening. But as long as this person, that person, the other were saying, no, that's not what you're seeing. Then, yeah. you know. Especially in the 80s. Yeah. You Ugh. could just mm -hmm. deny it. And everybody just went along with that deniability, even though it like was very clear, you know. Um, yeah. That documentary is really good. It's a long ass documentary, but it's good. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Um. All right, well, let's move on to Chase. What do you got for us? Um, I got Don't Look Under the Bed, uh, the decom that was famously taken off the air because it was way too scary <laughs> um, and hasn't <laughs> become available until, like, you know, Disney Plus and streaming. Um, I have not... I. I re I rewatched like a YouTuber sort of rewatch it. I, I didn't watch the whole like the whole thing cover to cover, but it unlocked so many memories and so much. Did you trauma. watch the one that I sent you? Yeah. Then yes. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, but I have to say, like the main like trauma that this movie left me with as a kid <laughs> is for years I would jump onto my bed and off of my bed. I still do because I, I, was I still so sometimes worried. do. Literally, I was like, because like there's a shot of the boogeyman just grabbing that kid's ankle. Yeah. And it is so. And it's a clawed hand. And it's a clawed hand. And well, like, and it... he's hot. Like, why? Like, why would you have to make him hot at the same time? And like, he has to be like this, like a hot ass, like Shakespearean, almost like theater actor. Yeah. Like, he's like so, the drama of everything. But yeah, so it was like, it was. Also, just the fact that like the boogeyman is like that that line at the end where she's like, actually, it's boogie person because she's oh, like the, the girl imaginary friend. <laughs> like it's so, oh my god, that movie is everything. But I don't know. I think <laughs> I think watching that as a kid, like rewatching parts of it, I, I realized what was so scary about it was one sort of the suspense of the boogeyman himself because they don't show him until like yeah the, like the like the second half of the movie like you really just get like shots of his like really scary hands and his like like you hear his laugh and things like that um so it just like really that part really builds um but just in this whole idea of like no one believing this is like the first time as a kid i watched a movie where like no one believes the person going through the thing mm. which has like always been horrifying to me um and then on top of that like the idea of like people like either people can forget you and you'll just become like this like creepy little boogeyman 
or like you forget someone and they become a boogeyman. It just added like the they social anxiety messages. was really we- like they had messages in my brain. Yeah. yeah, and like just like childhood leukemia. Like okay, the unhinged. cancer talk is. Like, I was really, shocked like, really when they brought on. that up. I didn't I rem- even remember that. Yeah, no, the movie really accelerates. Like it just it goes like from like kind of like fun pranks of like a gel a pool full of jello straight to like 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 talk about childhood cancer and then like francis's little brother getting dragged to the side of a cliff to get thrown over like it's like it just really goes from (laughs) zero to 100 um so yeah it was and also like i grew up with like a lot of not a lot but a lot of siblings in my opinion three so that's a lot four of us is it was enough to be worried about the simply cheaper by the dozen yeah yeah so yeah that was definitely my my like main horror thing as a kid where it just really hit hard and I think it did a really good job or a really like freaky job of, of building lore too. Like you had to cover your face and yes. like his imaginary friend would cover his, his face so that he, the boogeyman wouldn't see him. Like that, that was scary. I remember that being really mm-hmm. scary. And like witnessing, uh, what's his name? La- Larry. Larry. Yes. Larry. Also played Larry and even Stevens. And like, even Stevens, which is interesting. Synergy. Okay. Um, <laughs> The multiverse is wide, um, but the watch you like are watching him turn evil. Mm-hmm. Like you can see it manifesting mm-hmm. in in him, like physically, but also like internally. And I think that was like really like smart in terms of storytelling for children yeah. um, to like show his progression of evil through how he, unfortunately, how he looked. I don't think that's always um, appropriate now, but it it left you scared. Yeah. yeah. You literally just like watch his like nails get longer. Like his eyes circle. Well, those are kind of snapping. a serve. I kind of like <laughs> of course, of course that this serve. I then, just, like, and then he'll yeah. just like snap at it. Like you like, you like love him. He's like so fun and goofy and watching someone like, just like go from that to just like snapping and getting like really angry. It's just like, yeah. Oh my God. It was very I thought like, he was scarier than the other boogeyman we were supposed to be scared of. Yeah. Um, it was yeah. the purple eyes that really did it for me. Yeah. I think. Like that and was the teeth, just like teeth or something. It was, it was a lot. It was a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. But what so what did Nickelodeon have? Because Nickelodeon did Nickelodeon have horror too? What what was theirs? Are you afraid of the dark? Well, are you yeah, afraid of the dark? That was That's the right. big okay. that was the main. Uh, that so was that, the that, big that carried had. the channel, didn't it? Um Okay, because I know that Disney had a lot and Disney did a fantastic job with it. Did y'all ever watch So Weird? Any of y'all? Yes. Mm. Yes. Oh my gosh. So, so weird, weird was Absolutely. fucking scary. It was scary. And I think Nickelodeon shined m- more in uh, Halloween uh, episodes of their shows. Mm-hmm. Like the, ho- I was just talking to Baze about this recently, like the Halloween episode of Hey Arnold with like the ghost on the train. Yeah out of my uh, no like i still get so nervous when i see him or hear him so that that episode is very scary but they and yeah is yeah, that the same episode that. where they're telling different stories is that the one with the bride with the axe or no no but that is no that's a different good one. Okay. very good one <laughs> well they also had um all real monsters on nickelodeon uh, yes. which is but again, I think Nickelodeon leaned into, I think maybe even besides Goosebumps, though, because Goosebumps, there were horrifying moments. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Nickelodeon was successful and that was able to kind of lean into like the more Halloween side of horror, yeah. maybe rather than like the horror yeah. horror. Yes, well, yeah, and absolutely. I meant to bring this up talking about Freddy Krueger. There was there's an old show on Nickelodeon called Hey Dude. Um, and they did a Freddy Krueger like episode mm-hmm. where the Janet. Oh, have you seen it, Beza? Yeah, I mean, when yeah. I was 
younger. And that, yeah. that shit terrified me. It was like, I forget the janitor's <laughs> name, but it was like, he dressed yeah. like Freddy Krueger. And I remember yes. like seeing the scene where the kid's in bed and he sees the janitor like plunge in the toilet, but it's all in a shadow. And he looks like Freddy Krueger. Yes. And being just like so terrified, even though we knew it was just a janitor. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it like terrified me, but it went back. Yeah. 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 And well, and it's interesting that you both picked these like characters that weren't allowing you to like sleep like freddy and like Mm -hmm. don't look under the bed are very which is really weird i wonder why that what like i think we just like want to sleep and are scared that we just never sleep we have to sleep everybody has to to sleep right well because it like takes away part of your humanity to like not be able to sleep like i need my full nine hours Yeah. yeah 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 Yeah, I definitely. Yeah. And when you're when you're talking about like feeling your bed, I was like, I I just wanted to shout because I was like, I was like, I get it. I was like jumping to and from my bed. Like it's something about just making sure it's like either making sure it's a safe space or just like doing what you have to do to prevent anything bad from happening. Yeah. OK, I didn't I didn't I don't think I even told my partner this, but our bed is um, it, it doesn't have anything under it like it's wood. It has like wood slots all around it. And I wanted that purposefully because I'm tired of having beds with space under it. Yeah, Isn't that so lot. weird? No, Ew. it's a lot. That's so I annoying. I don't know if <laughs> okay. beds with space under it does anything for me anymore, but corners still get me. Corners Ooh. and mirrors. If, I, if, if I'm mirrors. anywhere by myself, I just can't look into a mirror and I have to like go past it really quickly. Um, I think those are the yeah. two things from childhood that kind of carried along with me. Um and then pe- mm-hmm. it's anything that's out of place that shouldn't be there, right? Like if yeah. um, yeah. you walked into your living room and somebody was standing there that you didn't know, like that would oh be terrifying, God. you know? Yep. Truly and a nightmare. Uh, anytime mm-hmm. I wash my face and like, I like sometimes I'll be washing my face and I'm like, okay, yep. you're about you about to dry it. off. Yeah, like you got it. Like, I have to like you like hype yourself up. Like, you're gonna be, you'll be fine. Oh, you'll yes. be okay. Yes. I, I'm, I'm really bad with all of that because I always see things in the corner. I, have glasses obviously i can't see very well but i always see something in the corner of my eye Mm -hmm. without fail every single time every day so it's uh it's a hard way to live (laughs) y'all i would recommend getting a dog because ever since i got a dog now whenever i get, I have two cats that's enough (laughs) it's just nice because i know if 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 she's not freaking out and barking nothing to worry about but nothing that is about. the scary part is because they'll bark at nothing they'll yeah, bark they will bark at the corner and she does this thing like at late at night where she'll just like i'll like be in the kitchen and i just turn around and she's just like scanning <laughs> at the end of the hallway in the dark i'm like what are you doing it's like very unnerving <laughs> i do like our we have a french bulldog and he's about i don't know 20-ish pounds but i still make him go first if it's not tum <laughs> Just, just in case, I don't know. Yeah, just no, a you... nice little sacrifice <laughs> for whoever. Sacrifice. Um, I don't know. I think with childhood horror, really visuals like visuals have to lead the way, right? Because you yes. can't expect a child to automatically like pick up on a message, right? Like that kind of has and to sit themes. with them. Yeah, it has yeah, to sit like with them general... a little bit more. Um, more like in your face. Yeah. yeah. So when well, you... that's what was that? No, what were you gonna say? I would no. Just I was gonna continue on visuals, but what were you saying? No, I just I think you're so right. And that's why I still love so much childhood horror and still watch it is because in a lot of ways it can be smarter than a lot of things that, you know, us as adults are consuming today because you have these adults having to like reach back into their psyche and think about what scared them as kids. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a really like, I don't know, that's just such a cool thing to be able to do. I wish I could do something like that. 
I think I would love to like make horror for children. I think it would. It'd it's be a harder so landscape fun. to do that. It'd be now. so fun. You could, like sell that to a yeah. network would be really hard, right? <laughs> but because <laughs> they're they're not allowing like anything. Because um, well, yeah, but like, but like weirdly, Stranger Things I feel like is pretty intense for something. That okay. Is- I agree. And it also, by the way, serves some don't look under the bed energy because like when they have to go to the upside down to get the little brother and yeah. then like it's like a whole thing. But yeah, no, I agree. Stranger Things is definitely like pretty intense and not only intense, just like in like its themes and like actual plot, but like also just especially season one, those kids are so young yeah. that it's like watching what they go through at that age is, I think, one of the things that's most would be most terrifying to watch as a kid because they are so young. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think they're doing something smart in that they're growing with their audience. Like from the trailer that I, that the only one that I saw featuring, what is it? Vecna is like the name of the new spooky, which spooky name. Um, But I do think that they're like still trying to appeal to that younger audience, but also just like growing with their audience, you know, that have been watching the show since whenever it came out. Mm which yeah. I always think is a smart thing for shows to do, like grow with the audience. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and like, yeah, they're like embracing the fact that yes, they are growing up and like yeah. getting older. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also giving them time, right? Because we are so used to like, traditionally it's a season mm-hmm. one year after the other, right? Like we're not, ha- mm-hmm. we're having years between seasons now. And I kind of really like that. I like that. Yeah. It's a risk, though. It's still a risk because, like, you can lose your audience. But I think as far as, like, these kids getting older, it makes sense to, like, let them jump a couple years, you know? Yeah. Um, and it feels more realistic in that way. That That's a creepy one. That's another one with, like, visuals. I remember, what is it? Second season with Will and... Wow, oh my God, I'm, I don't know any of any of the names of these like monsters, but like the, the, the big monster player? that's like right in front of him and like yeah, goes through his nose. Yo, my God, that was so yeah. scary. Yeah. yeah, and then it just starts throwing itself into his nostrils and ears and eyes and, and mouth. And you think it's of like, a kid oh watching that and that would yes. be like, I would be terrified and also bring it up, you know, 20 years later in an episode like this. You know? Yeah, yeah, I always yeah. think, I always think that's like, I would have enjoyed that show as a kid, but like it would have still like really scared mm-hmm. me. Absolutely, mm-hmm. especially because like at the end of season one, he like gets out, he's in the clear, and then he throws up that slug at the end. And it's and he's, like, not, yeah. The, yeah, yeah, it's like oh, that like perceived versus like actuality of like safety, like or indeed, mm, it's yeah. so so unnerving. It's definitely, I think, the safety thing for childhood horror is like if your safety is, I mean, that's any horror, obviously, mm. but yeah. I think ch- children is like a specific kind of brand of that because you know you're so sheltered for the most part as a child. Um, and then like you're experiencing these things for the first time, yeah. you know, and, and it's, and I, I do feel like there's something to be said for like the compassion you feel for kids in a horror over like yeah. adults, right. Cause yeah. like, mm-hmm. I love it part one, but I think it part two is fucking so boring. I agree. Um, right. And like, yeah. I, I, it's weird because it's the same people that did both parts, yeah. but it just is. And I think the kids almost sell the fear better. Not because the, I mean, clearly got like legit actors playing all the adult characters but like you just feel more for these kids and it's like this sweet kid just wants to go to the library and chill out and not be bullied (laughs) and yet here he is like i just like kept wanting these kids to have like a nice day right yeah (laughs) absolutely they just made a friend group they just want to hang out a little bit right I know. That's all. I know. They just want a kiki. Well, okay. Okay. If I can just get on this little soapbox for a quick second, (laughs) I would just finish my Stranger Things rewatch. So I'm hot off the press with this. But it's just so sad when you watch Will, like, 
when he find in like season three, when he finally like kind of puts everything behind him with the with getting lost upside down and the mind flare possession, he finally puts all of it away. And then his two best friends, like two of his best friends, three, all three of his best friends have girlfriends. And he, all he wants to do is play Dungeons and Dragons. And when I first watched it, I was like, oh, that sucks. But it's part of growing up. But I'm watching it again. I'm like, no, like he lost on two years of his friendship, yeah. of his friendship. He lost two years of his childhood. Like he just wants to be able to like get that back. And, and he's he gay. Can't. And he's gay. It's so And he deserves sad. it. He just <laughs> he deserves, deserves the moment. He deserves bro. a cute little 80s boyfriend. He when really that was, I, he's I, coming I, out in season four, I guarantee. I hope yeah. so, because I felt like it wasn't even like us re-putting something queer. Because doesn't one of the friends be like, it's not our fault you don't want a girlfriend. Yes. Like, <gasps> yeah. Yes. Yeah. It you was in said, the third yeah. You basically just said the F word to him. Like, no. And yeah. they, and they, and they, they and he would, him. whatever that kid's name is, he would. not the nicest. We agree. No. Um, but no, they allude to his queerness in each season. In season one, it's Joyce and Hopper talking about it and the bullies. And then season two, like he, it's um, Mike, I think Mike says it in season two, or, no, season three. But they they talk about it in each season. And then this, and then this new season, he's doing a science project on um, um, Alan Turing. So it's like, it's, mm. it's definitely getting Interesting. there. So I'm very excited. Yeah. Yeah, I bet it'll happen. It'll happen. Oh God, people will be so like all the fucking stupid people will be so like, oh, they made this kid. I gay. don't think for this one. I think I think those people are have not stuck with it anyway. I think those That's people have I'm probably hoping. been the first or second seasons, and then mm-hmm. everybody who's stuck with it is gonna be championing is... something like that. And we got our, sure. our out and proud lesbian, um, Robin Buckley. Yeah. So and I really liked her. I what really was the reaction to that, to that right there? Do you? I think I think most people didn't didn't. Yeah. And I hate to say didn't mind it, but yeah. like it's crazy that I have to say well, that. Yeah, that's all we're looking for nowadays, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> bottom like, of the please, <laughs> thank you. I thanks for the dirt off your shoe. Um, but I think it is it is a little. I think it is a little different just because she was a new character yes, that was introduced. Right, I do right. think as a child who like you watch grow up, I do think there might be some people who act hmm. like yeah. fools. That'll be. I, I was actually hey, everyone. Yeah. I was going to say that actually with Robin, I think it was easier because it's like, oh, well, she doesn't matter as much. She's not like the yeah. character we grew up with. She's just some random new person added into the show, whatever. And um, and she's like an adult and people like to right. think that like, queerness doesn't exist in children. So mm-hmm. that it's, yeah, that whole thing right. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, could be uh, while they're waiting will, for Will to grow up a little bit, right? I don't yeah. know. Zach, now I'm going to spin the wheel and it's going to land on you. And it's myself. <laughs> um, okay, so mine kind of bounces off of like my uh, my my biggest fear when I was growing up was like I always felt security when I knew everything was the way it was supposed to be. And if I saw something out of place or something that didn't belong, it go- it got to me. I think that's why true crime scares me so much. I think that's why it's just like going back to the strangers. That's such a scary movie because there's so much out of place when you're home mm-hmm. alone and it's not supposed to be Ugh. out of place. Yeah. So I chose Welcome to Dead House. This was a two-part Goosebumps episode back when they were putting those out. Um, And I had, I was going to go between this and The Mask, but I think Welcome to Dead House got me even more because of the visuals. I think the visuals of like random people coming out of your walls while you're sleeping or, you know, you're barricaded in a living room with, with a group of, you know, your neighbors that is supposed to be, you know your friends and then they turn into grayscale and like i think that all of them turning into grayscale really just shook me to the core and then they would appear with like little you know warts on their faces and like their their just whole personality would change um and it looked sickly and it was like really terrifying in that way i guess the plot is just you know family moves into a new house and it's 
are they zombies? It's just like zombie, you know, people. They're like ghouls, everywhere. right? They're ghouls. 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 Yeah. yeah. Ghouls. Yeah. And that one always stuck with me. So, but I was like obsessed with watching it and I had it on VHS and I, that was the one I wanted to watch all the time, you know, but every time I did, I was scared for days after that. <laughs> um, I did a speed watch of that earlier did today, you, Zachary. Did mm-hmm. you see when he's like coming out of the wall while somebody's sleeping or like his hand comes through and just like yes. pulls of the drywall? It's like, because that and then the, the sister seeing the guy in the hat in just the shadow. Yeah. Like that shit would have had me shook as a child. Yeah. And it's just the, I think the actors were really good. All the actors playing the walking dead, they did a, such a fantastic job with like facial expressions and like when everybody's running to the attic and they're coming out of like the floorboards and all that, um, they're all making, they're all like twisting their faces to get yeah. at this family that they're going to feed on, you know? And it like really is scary. And then they like what they turn into smoke and they're like clothes are just left behind and like all of that just like it's like building off of each other and it's goosebumps so the acting is like really hokey right it's really cheesy but then you have it you have everybody kind of baked into all of these terrifying images and it's just so effective it really is and it's also just that whole like the the idea of like kind of like kind of what we talked about don't look under the bed it's like watching someone like lose lose like their whole sense of self and kind Mm -hmm. of turn into that and then also just the the amassing of of like an army like that is Mm -hmm. very very scary and like watching watching numbers build like that also kind of reminds me of halloween town too uh where like where it's like calabar's revenge yeah trap calabar's revenge yes um yeah definitely just like the whole grayscale aspect of it is just like it is a scary aspect of a kid it's something that's like something so familiar which is like just a person a human person but um sort of like uh you know perverted to be some like some like Mm -hmm. dead version of it is a scary thing it's like yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then you as you know, you're with your family, but your entire family, like your parents can't even help you, right? Like that's a situation where the parents weren't even helping because they didn't even know what was going on. And they're surrounded by other people that they feel like they need to trust. But then those people turn into the same sort of thing and you get rid of your wreath on the on the like that gets me every time, you know? Yeah. And then caps off with the dog turning gray, too. You know, yeah. that was scary. I don't like anything with pets and horror. I'm out. <laughs> I am always yeah. out. It's my least favorite trope. Uh, uh, in that, and Goosebumps is included in that. I don't like that. It's okay. <laughs> we, it's okay. we we watched uh, VHS two. Have either of you ever seen the VHS? I've series? seen I've seen yeah. parts parts of two. So like they're one of them. It's like kids and a dog. So I was like Zach. I need yeah. to tell you to close your eyes at the end here. Oh, and I I'll let that. you know when. So uh, if I like see one... any animal, I'm in, in the theater searching, does the dog die? You know, um, during yeah. crawl, like... the dog had me anxious the entire movie in crawl, you know. Um, I, I was anxious. I was anxious when we were watching that, even though I knew you wouldn't have had us watch a movie where the dog dies. So I knew you wouldn't have wanted yeah. to rewatch it. But I was like, <gasps> This poor dog. And then I was like, well, it'll probably be fine because Zach wouldn't have wanted us to watch this movie. But like with VHS 2, I was like, all right, Zach, close your eyes now and I will tell you when to open your eyes. <laughs> yeah. Is it just dogs or is it any animal? Because horses oh, do that any for me animal. Too. It's literally okay. any animal. Yes. Oh, yeah. And like Easy. in the nope, in the nope trailer with all the horses, I'm like already nervous. Nervous like, about those it. Horses I'm clenching. Be I'm literally okay. clenching. Like, mm, yeah. Yeah. the horse in the ring, I have to turn away from that every single yes. time when it jumps over. It's just oh, like animals have Ugh. a sort of vulnerability that we don't even have um, yes because they just innocence. carry such innocence yeah exactly yeah, totally. that, like when uh, people fuck with them in movies i'm like why you know and yeah y'all just don't are, even do it unhinged. don't do unhinged. it no <laughs> 
and don't even so weird. I, I know so many. So is it all three of you that feel that way? Of course. Yes. Ugh. He's I, like, I, kill I, every animal, <laughs> kill them, slaughter them. Like, <laughs> I get like upping it for you, but like for me, I'm like, all right, yeah, it's fucking horror. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I get feel what you're like, but no, we're no. I, like, I, watching a child die is upsetting because, like, I feel like children are mostly innocent, I but feel, I'm like, still I don't, yeah. I, I, don't, I, think it, I don't feel the same for children as I do for <laughs> I don't I either. I genuinely don't either because even I feel like animal. I feel like um, kids have more of a sense of like what is actually happening around them than animals do. Yeah. So there's something a little deeper. I'm also, you guys, I had an edible before this. I have to be honest. So I'm also just like, <laughs> maybe no. I'm just like saying shit. No, right I, now. I, 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 I believe like, you. I, I, now I'm upset that we're not on the same level. I was like, I'm so sorry. We should have put it out in the newsletter. You know, everybody, the newsletter. Just everybody get high. Um, no, but it makes <laughs> yeah. sense because like, I think Next that's time. the same way that I don't like just a normal dog movie is that something always happens and it always looks like the dog doesn't understand why this person is leaving or, and that hurts yes. them yeah. deeply for some reason. Yes. And so it tears me apart and I just want to, you know, rip my eyeballs out. It takes me right. back to never ending story, which I won't there, bring oh, up. My God. Well, you just did. And now everybody's <laughs> <laughs> you just, you just did. <laughs> what about, I, how do we feel about conjuring? Oh, I love the conjuring. The dog part. What, the, the dog. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, oh, what I have to turn away from. Yeah, I'm, I, I definitely, I definitely will get water during that. As that long part. as I know it's coming, I can just turn away or go to the bathroom during something, right? But it's like yeah. when I'm assaulted while I'm in the theater that I always yeah, have a really hard time. I have to like breathe really heavy, you know, and get over it. Yes. Yeah. I'm right there with you, and that's why <laughs> I'm ready to see nope. <laughs> And said, kill all dogs, do it. Just murder them all. I'm a dog person. I grew up with the most useless kind of dog in a hard movie. I grew up with a pug. Like, what's he oh, doing? Yeah. Run about, with him in my arm. Did y'all y'all watch Snakes on a Plane, right? Oh, yeah. Rama. I would yeah. never Rama. watch it. No, nope. haven't. You well, haven't. I, no, I don't. Okay. I saw it in theaters <laughs> yeah. when it came out. Mm -hmm. I don't fucking know why. I don't know why I did that to myself, but yeah. um, definitely instilled some trauma in me i mean <laughs> just like everything else we're talking about <laughs> i think that that one really hit my animal feels i, I think that might have even what started it it's it's a chihuahua well, right having... they like take it and yes. like throw it at the snake but for no that... <laughs> reason it doesn't do anything for the plot i'm so happy was i didn't watch one... this movie <laughs> wait am i thinking of the right movie when they're in the bathroom and they're having sex and that yeah yeah, 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 yeah that's okay movie. Yeah, yeah. great Yep. Oh. And there's a girl that looks like yeah. Alicia Silverstone with the dog. It's her chihuahua. Um, I know it's not fact, Alicia Silverstone. Fun fact, it's the woman that played her character in the Clueless TV show, though. Is it really? That oh, makes a lot oh of my sense. God. Because that's I remember the entire time I watched it, I was like, that's, that's Yeah, it's Rachel, Rachel Blanchard. And she was also the one in Carrie 2 who gets <laughs> killed by Carrie smashes her glasses into her eyes. Yes. Oh, the rage. Yes, yes the rage. Yes. Yeah, well, I mean, I, that we ended on childhood trauma, you know, the animals. Um, there you go. Full circle, full circle. But we really thank you guys for coming. Um, let us know down in the comments or on social media. What was your childhood trauma? What scared you the most as a kid? What left an imprint? And uh, thank you so much. Where can everybody find you for your queers? Me? Yes, you. Okay. <laughs> um, you can find us. Uh, we post every other week on any platform that you listen to podcasts on. Um, you can also follow us uh, at Fear Queers Pod on Twitter um, and at LGBTQVHS on Instagram. 
Um, I love that name, by the way. I thought that was such a creative one. (laughs) Thank you so much. Um, Yeah, I mean, I I guess the only thing I'll say is thank you. We were both so excited to be here. So thank you so much for bringing us on and spending time with us. And it was so fun. So thank you. I just found out you have a Star Wars channel. Oh, and yes. I'm about to binge all of you. Oh no! So oh, thank you. <laughs> oh no! I really appreciate it. Stick to the more recent ones. <laughs> <laughs> Going straight to the oldest. Chase, I say that with Slayer Fest all the time. I'm like, you can start with season three. Yeah, like, yeah it's okay. <laughs> you don't have to backlog it. It's okay. <laughs> what about you, Ian? Where can everybody find you? Uh, you can find me at Ian X Carlos on all social media platforms, and you can find my other podcast at Slayer Fest X98 on all social media platforms and subscribe to us where you get your podcast. Zachary, where can everyone find you and where can they find My Bloody Judy? You can find My Bloody Judy if you just search it, My Bloody Judy. You can find us anywhere now on YouTube, podcasting platforms. Um, and you can find me. I have another podcast with my husband called Coffee and Tequila because a million podcasts for a million people, right? Um, <laughs> and that's that. And we will see you next time. Bye.